This whole thing was just about like getting, building better, healthier habits for me. Getting back in shape, getting back outside, and just having like more of a steady, consistent exercise regimen. And it's done that. Mm. So like for me, it's already done its purpose. The race is just like, oh, now I'm yeah. here and I'm at a point where I can do the half marathon. Because I've always known I was going to be running eventually. And you've always been telling me just to have a healthy relationship with it. Mm-hmm. Don't be pushing yourself. I mean, you have to push yourself in a healthy way, but don't make sure you're doing it in a way that's sustainable and makes you happy. And you're doing it for the right reason to like build a healthy habit. Yeah. I always think about that when I'm running. So I love it. Thanks, bud. Papa Hughes. Oh, dude, you're so Keep welcome. up the nanners and keep up the tea. Yeah. Keep up the pod. <laughs> always, dude. Hello, PRP listenership. This is Nate. I'm here with my compadre, Cam Allen. This is the Dexter to Ann Arbor half marathon episode of the PRP. Here with the hostess, with the mostest, my beautiful, beautiful friend, Adam A. Ray, Papa Hughes. Welcome to the episode. Baby. Morning. Doggies. Fancy boy. We're here, baby. I can't believe you're in the hot seat, bro. I really can't believe it. How does it feel to finally be in the PRP hot seat? Feels great. I've been waiting a long time. You've been a fan since day one. Day one, I was a big to the supporter. First episode with Dan and Helena. And you, once you heard that I was starting a running podcast, you were like, I can't think of anything else that is more perfect for an individual that I know. You were just like, this fits all of your little lanes. It's yeah, perfect. The season three listeners know by now that this is what you're born to. <laughs> you're born to eat bananas and you're born to run and talk about it. And running. I'm born to chit chat it up. Well, I'll tell you. I always have an immense amount of excitement and joy when I'm in this in this uh, in the PRP seat, but something about having you here has got me feeling some type of way, dude. I'm very excited. This is the yet another first timers edition. First half marathons for both of you this weekend. Have you have you halfed before, Cam, or is this your first one, bro? Uh, if I did, it was on accident. It was yeah. never, never recorded by anyone. So no official, no official half. No. And this is for sure your first half, right? Yep, first one. You've done definitely. some bike racing in the past, which we'll talk about, but never, never anything running. No, this will be definitely my longest run. No, and no machines involved here. It's just you. It's just you and the pavement, baby. Just you and the pavement, baby. This is the fresh off the bus from Chicago edition. That's Took, me, baby. I thought you were taking the train. Then you opted for the bus. Yeah. A yeah. little cheaper. A little cheaper option. Yeah. <laughs> a little more yeah, affordable. Fewer stops. Less, uh, you know, less uh, accoutrement available on the bus, though, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, did you pack your own, you know, meal? And, and I did. I had a nice little sack lunch, <laughs> dinner situation. Did, were you sitting right next to someone while you were eating it? No, there's maybe like 10 people on the whole Oh, thing, amazing. So. so did you have a, your own row? Out. Damn, bro. Probably more bizarre actually... characters on the bus compared to the train, though. Oh, yeah, bro. Oh, Honestly, yeah, I was bro. so spread out. I didn't even pay attention to who anybody well, was. I've taken the bus from uh, New York to Philly once. That sounds like... <laughs> An adventure. <laughs> it was it was fun. I had a lot uh, a lot of fun. Uh, this is the Lions guys TM edition. Ooh, this is the Lions guys is. edition, bro. We're, here. we're missing who are we missing? Drew dancer. Yeah, yep. and he's fucking he's been on the pod. He's a PRP alum, so he knows what's up. Oh, I'm drinking the Kool Aid. You're I'm drinking the all Kool-Aid. in on Dan. Are I, you MCDC Kool Aid? So I know. Me too. This this time from like the end of the Super Bowl until the season actually starts is Lions season. It is Lions this season. Is we build up our hype. We have hope. Things aren't terrible yet. We're in mid-season form right now. <laughs> almost and to be. I'll just say that the Lions social media presence is phenomenal. It is. I love it the is. Lions Instagram, bro. It's probably one of my favorite accounts to follow. It's the hypest one out there. If you don't get excited following that, Mm-mm. no matter who fan, a fan the, of what team you are. Yeah. The picture of Dan Campbell 
wearing a shirt of the GM wearing a shirt of Dan Campbell. Campbell. Amazing. It's just amazing. Lindsay's looking at a shirt that is blue, and it's a Campbell soup can on it, and it just says Campbell, not Campbell's. She's like, I think I'm going to get this. And I was yeah. like, you have no idea how much pleasure and joy that would bring me if you did something like that. Um, all right, we're going to cap this. What do you think record is going into the season? Um, I'm going to say get your math right. nine and eight. <sighs> And we'll, and we'll, in the playoffs, will we, make, will we win the win one playoff? Are we going to be wild card? Or are we going to win the division? No, division, we got yeah. the division. Okay, what are you saying? My heart says twelve and five. Ooh, like my it. head says eleven and six. I'm going twelve and five. Okay, okay. I'm going ten and seven. But I'm saying we win the division. Yeah, we're going to win. Yeah. Yeah. We'll win the division. Yep. Anyways, all right, PRP listenership. Thank you for indulging us there. This is the doctor, doctor, give me the news edition. <laughs> we got two future docs on our fucking hands right here. We're going to talk more about that. Cam, you're doing emergency medicine, internal? Yep. And Nate, you're dabbling with a little derm? Yes, sir. Big skin guy. Big fucking skin guy, dude. Play a little skin flute from time to time? (laughs) No comment. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll give you one of those. We'll give you one of those. This is the Gin Squad edition. We had to do it. Had to. Shout out. Gin (laughs) Squad. Shout out to Dane. He's been on. He's an integral member of the Yeah, he's an integral member. There might be another member of the Gin Squad on the PRP at some point, but we've kind of started... I mean, it started with Seagram's, then it moved pretty quickly into Hendrix, mm-hmm. then it was Uncle Val's, and now we're not really drinking gin that much anymore, but we're still the gin squad. We'll always be the gin squad. We will be for life. I don't think that's going anywhere. And finally, this is the Nate, I think, that it would be safe to assume and bet that you are the person in my life that has more nicknames than any other person that I know for sure. We got N-Bands, Handsome Hands, Bands Bonds. Barry Bands, Papa Bands, Natty Hands. What did you guys call them at Kirk? Did you have some? I think it was mostly just N Bands. N Bands. I mean, N Bands sits at the top. I got a lot of Grandpa and Kirk, though. You got Jeepa? Is it full Grandpa or Jeepa? I was I was kind of the Grandpa of the group. You were the kind of the old. Because because you were older or just because you were tired? I was about three years older. Oh, wow. Bro. He was the senior. He self titled himself Daddy in Arizona. With Daddy Bands or Papa Bands? Daddy. Just did, daddy blank? Daddy nothing? Oh boy. Welcome. Season three, episode three. Dude, the big three three. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. We're keeping I'm it rolling. Uh shout out. Here we go. Someone special to tell you about. Hey. Some shout them out. That's a good new one. Do you like that one? I haven't heard that one yet. That's new. Uh the shout out of today's episode is going to someone that I'm sure none of you know. And if you do, <laughs> I'd be thrilled. And I'd be shocked. The shout out of today's episode is going to Miss Maria Rosa. Okay. And let me tell you a little story. I'm going to educate you guys a little bit about who Maria is. Maria was a passionate food scientist and nationalist who made it her life's work to seek to reduce the Philippines' dependence on imported food, pioneering new ways to use local products. And that was all before she became a war hero, which I'll round out the story and tell you about that. But before she became a war hero, that was recognized all across the country, she created something truly and uniquely remarkable. Slightly sweet, slightly tangy, a dash of vinegar, and what has become a popular Philippine condiment that's almost exactly like the real thing. She invented banana ketchup. Oh, man. Which I had never heard of until today. Have you ever heard of that, Cam? No, I haven't. (laughs) Are we taking a trip to Still trying to wrap my head around this. (laughs) Her banana ketchup has withstood the test of time in the Philippines and has remained an enduring legacy. So when the Americans colonized the Philippines in 19, in, sorry, in 1898, 
They introduced elements of their cuisine, and ketchup became a popular condiment amongst the common people. But it was expensive to import, classic, and tomatoes, you know tomatoes ain't thriving in the Philippines. It's way too tropical. They can't be harvesting their own tomato. So, Arosa set out to make her own version. Banana ketchup, which she created in the 1930s, is a smoother and more viscous than the tomato version, making it a bit harder to shake out of the bottle. I'm not shocked by that at all. I'm not shocked that the banana ketchup is, is harder to squeeze out. Yeah. You know, it's got to be. Thick, if you will. <laughs> the concoction made of hearty local Saba bananas, sugar, vinegar, and spices with a dash of red food coloring to make it look more like the imported version, which I was honestly a little sad about that. Yeah, that disappoints me a little bit. I was hoping it was going to be like yellow, like a mustard. Yep, but right. I would also think that, the, that if you didn't food color, it would kind of go brown. As you as you matured it and mixed it with stuff, I never really pureed a banana. A little, age. little preservative can't fix. <laughs> Put some MSG in there. <laughs> Anyways, it has now become a staple, like I mentioned, of the Philippine grocery store market, and you can find it anywhere. So yeah. I'm going to go online and see if I can find this. I'm sure I can. But let's round out the war hero piece of the story, right? Because I think she deserves it if she's getting the shout out. Let's, let's tell her forget. whole story. She later turned her skills into feeding the guerrillas fighting the Japanese occupation during World War II and smuggled food to starving American and Filipino POWs, prisoners of war, leading some to consider her a Philippine war hero. I consider her a Philippine war hero. I think so, bro. That's big shout-outs, dude, to Maria. Thank you for all your hard work, and I hope that we get some banana ketchup in the studio at some point. I I think we will. Welcome to the PRP. This is the Pre-Race Podcast. This is a show where we connect with runners within a week before a big race they've been preparing for. And like I mentioned, we've got two uh, first-timers here. Buckled up and ready to rumble this weekend. Guest hosting with me today. He's a first-time half-marathoner who's been stomping around the sweet streets of Chicago the past couple months. How you doing, bud? You feeling good? Lately? Feeling good. Yeah, yeah. Um, you've been throwing. You've been throwing some runs down. I have. It's. Uh, I never thought I was going to be a runner, but um, I would imagine a lot of first-timers you start to see some progress, and it's addicting. Uh, and I hear you're on a podcast, bro. And I'm on a podcast. Damn. Wow. Your running career is taking off, bro. <laughs> Your running career is taking off. <laughs> He's a native Michigander who grew up in Clare. Yes, sir. Is that correct? Uh-huh. And afterwards attended the prestigious Michigan Tech University up in Houghton, Michigan. You got Damn, it, bro. From Clare to Houghton. The youp. You're just a fucking Michigander born and bred, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then did you live in Arizona too? Or did you go? Yeah, that was Nate and I both lived in Arizona our last two years of med school. Okay. So 20. Well, we can even, 20 and 2021. Well, to start off, we became friends before class even started for med school. How did that happen? So we just, we med were kind of looking for places. Facebook. Oh, you were Facebook. Place Facebook? Are you guys Facebook matched? We, we yeah. became, that's like modern, that's like old day Tinder, dude. <laughs> for, for broskies. For bros. Tinder, Tinder we were for looking bros. for roommates. We just found story. each other on Facebook and we were decided we'd, we'd bunk up and be roommates before we ever met or Anything and, and now you're lifelong friends, bro. Yeah, lifelong yeah. friends. And we had our other boy shout out to Jack, and we we, we love Jack too. Big Jack. shout outs to Jack, bro. Yeah, baby. Big shout outs. And now you've been in Chicago for three years now or two? Almost two. It'll be two, like probably next week. I think it'll be the two year Annie. There you go, bro. Yeah. Coming on up. Uh, as we mentioned, he's a combined emergency and internal medicine resident at UIC Hospital yes. System. That's right. That's right. Down in Chicago, bro. Chicago, Chicago, that rambling town. Are there any emergencies going on in downtown Chicago? It's usually pretty quiet. Yeah, pretty chill. <laughs> pretty boring. Yeah, very. <laughs> no, it's uh, as you can imagine. It's a obviously a huge city, so there's all kinds of stuff going on, good and bad. It's pretty intense, um, bro. 
Yeah. It's got to be pretty intense. All, it is. Jo- all yeah. joking aside, I'm sure it's intense sometimes. It can be. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. Are you yeah. liking it so far, though? I love it. Yeah. I mean, okay. obviously, if anybody knows anything about medical training, <clears throat> um, residency is tough, but a lot of hours, but the work itself is, I love it. It's great. The program's pretty, great. Pretty rewarding. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And how many more years you got down in Chicago before you're on to the next phase of life? Three more. Uh, since mine is like a combined ER and internal medicine, it's a little bit longer. So it's five years total. Just about done with two. So. Damn, bro. You're working your way through, though. We're getting, getting close to the halfway point, which feels good. Yeah. Because I got a little little under my belt, at least. You're so. over the summit. Getting close. Kind of. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Working your way there. Yep. And lastly, and most importantly, perhaps, he's a passionate Gordon Lightfoot fan oh. who can tell you <laughs> just about anything there is R. to R. know P. about the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Is that right, bro? Uh, I don't know about everything, but I am a, a passionate follower. You're a bit of an aficionado. RIP to the 29 wives. <laughs> 29 good men. Yeah. And the wives and the sons and the daughters. <laughs> and RIP to Gordon, too. Were you a Gordon guy just from growing up in Michigan, or did you and bands get into that together? Oh, uh, it, it goes way back. Yeah, <laughs> way back from being a Michigan boy. That's right, yeah. dude. Yeah. But Cam Shepard and me into becoming yeah. Gordon Life. Yeah. yeah, he got you in there. Yeah. This is a kind of funny side, side note. Nate did a little UP road trip recently and, and texted me that he's like, man, I think I'm a youper. And I said, I know. Yeah. I know. I always knew. By heart. I always knew. <laughs> he fits right <laughs> in up there, right? I love it. Well, Mr. Cameron Allen, thanks for formally joining us here tonight. Um, I appreciate I know you had to kind of make moves a day early, so I appreciate you being here. No, bro. thanks for having me. This is great. This, this is great. good stuff. It's a little hot, but we're doing okay. We're drinking some bells. Yep. We're having a good time. Yeah, I think God, it's uh, 102 degrees up here, bud. I think it's like 81. Maybe it's like 87. <laughs> Ace, I'm feeling is, good. Ace is panting. <laughs> it's like getting an extra run in. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like a stretch without even stretching. <laughs> yeah, it feels great, dude. My high school baseball coach used to say you get loose in a handshake and with it like this. <laughs> I like that, dude. Uh, Cam, first question for you. You ever been on a podcast? Never. First time. Hell yeah. Two first times in one weekend. <laughs> I'm honored the PRP Can't can be your first. More. I'm honored to be your first. I'm honored to be here. Truly. Uh, <laughs> moving on. A little housekeeping if here. If you're a bird, I'm a bird. <laughs> For today's housekeeping, we're going to drop a fact on you. And, you know, we're going to do this a little bit of an in-house PRP fact. I have been getting asked more and more lately about this passion for bananas. Um, and like I said, we're going to keep on banana theme going to keep that banana theme rolling this episode. So, Bands, you're the perfect guest to be here to help me explain this journey that I've been on with the bananas. So I figured I'd kind of set the stage and then let you kind of come in with your take because you, like I said, I, bananas were a big part of my life. But then when you showed up, it kind of cemented in place that bananas were going to kind of be a beacon of a beacon of light for me moving forward. So here it is, PRP listenership. You're finally getting the juicy deets. And it's not that interesting of a story, but we're going to go for it. <laughs> I would say 2016, 2017, I started replacing my dessert with a fruit, a piece of fruit every night. And I would do a little, maybe a little dark chocolate with it, but just trying to not, you know, lean on the cookies or whatever it may be, trying to grow up, be a little bit more of an adult. And in my opinion, there's no other fruit that goes better. I mean, you can, you can pair some berries with some chocolate, but a banana paired with chocolate is one of the best. Mm. It's just one of the best. So from there, I started to integrate a little bit of evening tea along with this banana and chocolate passion. And that just became something I was substituting tea for milk because I was starting again to get old 
I feel like I have a little bit of an intolerance to lactose. The milk creeps up on you. The milk will creep on you in your 20s, <laughs> yeah. dude. Just like the booze, you know? You can't, we can't, you can't drink milk like I used <laughs> to. just chill out a little bit. Yeah, I got to chill out. Tea, nanners. So then this kind of tradition was born for me, uh, and I hadn't made it public in any way, um, of a banana, uh, some dark chocolate, and tea, usually peppermint of some variation. Um, and that's just what I did every night before bed. And then... Enter, enter bands, pretty much. I wanted you to just pick up the story from here, and you can kind of explain how you entered the scene and, and what happened with us there. I entered the scene. So I was staying with you for like a three-week rotation mm-hmm. that I got to do up here in Michigan. So I had three weeks to just kick it with you. You graciously And that was like the genesis of you coming to Michigan. That, yeah, that's how I ended up here. Yeah. So audition at my program that I ended up matching with. And it was night one. You know, we were hanging out kind of went out enjoying Jaws blessings upon us and it's it's the end of the night I was kind of stationed in the living room Adam if you've ever been around Adam you know he's a very gracious host and he loves to have everything set up like perfectly for you <laughs> kind of like if you've ever been on the pod there's these banana stations there's <laughs> you know whatever you need so we're out we're kind of just chilling in the living room getting ready for bed and he he comes over with a full pot of tea and I was never a big tea guy before this <laughs> and there's just a this beautiful pot of tea this yellow teapot that says Mr. T on it <laughs> And he's like, yeah, I drink peppermint tea every night before bed. And then he's like, yeah, I have a little snack. And so he brings out a banana, but not only is it a banana, the way he cuts it, it's like you would peel it if you took the peel all the way completely off from top to bottom in thirds. And then he lays it on that third. So the the third of the peel is the plate. And then he slices it up perfectly. And then it's not just slice. He like tilts it. So they're all lame. You got to slice like and then do the, it's all about the presentation. The tilt push, dude. And so I'm just ready for bed. And he comes out with a peppermint tea and this beautiful banana. And he puts on some <laughs> James Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> and we just start just enjoy this beautiful bounty of tea and nanners. It's <laughs> a great way to put it. It was a bounty of tea and nanners. And James. And James, I'll bro. never forget James. And then we did that for 21 days straight. Bro. <laughs> the next night, and every night there was like a small addition. Like yes. the next night we had a little piece of chocolate. Mm-hmm. And then the next night we had some trinkets and accoutrements and just cool little like this little bell thing. Tea service always enjoys. Which signals like tea service. And so every night it just got more and more ridiculous. But every single night we'd film it and post it on my Instagram. And it became kind of like a a little thing where we'd have like fans kind of follow. Yeah, it almost went viral. Kind of. It almost kind of went viral. It went viral within world. like the, within the, our world. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Viral within our crew. We, you know? we but like, almost missed one night and we'd start getting texts from people like, dude, where's the <laughs> service? <laughs> and every night we just added more and more. And like it became after we did it for 21 days, but it became kind of hard to think of new things to do. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's hard to be that creative. We had an outdoor service. Yeah. We had a morning service. We have big respect for the content creators of the world now because we were like, shit, man. This is hard. It's on a daily basis. This is hard, man. And it, be- it was becoming such an integral part that we thought, you know, how can we do better in the world? Yeah. And we created a charity called Steeping for Charity. Oh, my God. I forgot we cherry. Yeah, we, we did created a, cherry. a merch line of <laughs> tea service mugs and sweatshirts and clothing. Yeah, I had totally forgotten about that. We like we're starting to sell merch. <laughs> we were gonna donate all proceeds to Steeping for Charity. For do you remember what the charity was? No, I don't like know. Children what, in need. I just said children. children in need. Yeah, and I don't think we ever got a donation, so I don't think we ever. The merch line never got up. The merch, <laughs> but it was a good idea. The thought got off the ground. But was, that's kind of the origin of the Nanners, I think. That's the origin of the Nanners, and then that just helped further cement the banana as a part of my life. And then when I when I had the idea to start a running podcast. It was not even a fucking question that the logo was going to be some kind of banana. 
some form of be, banana. It wouldn't be anything else. Yeah. And then I hit up Ashley. Shout out to A-Bake and uh, Smash and Stab. And she just mocked up the PRP OG logo that you have behind you. And then she also mocked me up the running nanners. And I've had some really hilarious and very in-depth conversations with Ashley, which I regret that I have never recorded because <laughs> it's 30 minutes of talking about detailed, anim- like SpongeBob style bananas. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. All right. PRP listenership. It's not the most interesting story in the world, but it's out there in the, in the ether now. So it is to me. Bands, I appreciate you being, <laughs> I appreciate you being a part of that journey with me, bro. Thanks. Thanks it, man. That was good times. And now you live here. Great bro. times of my life. It brought me here. Yep. And here we are. The broskies in the pod room. That's right. Um, all right, Cam, what do you think, brother? You think it's time to stop messing around, fucking around, and introduce the big dog of the episode here? Let's get serious. Let's get serious here, dude. Our guest today, similar to our guest host, is a first-time half-marathoner who, may I say so graciously, has been putting in work over the past few weeks and months preparing for his debut outing this weekend. How are you feeling, bud, overall? Body feeling good? Body's feeling great. Is mine right? Body right right Mine's now? Mine's definitely right. Body, I've been taking it chill this week. It's been great. You've been, you've, feeling good. We kind of talked to you in like a little bit of a taper mode. A little taper mode for the week. You've yeah. been staying Stretch hydrated. And staying hydrated, trying to get sleep. Eating well, all those kinds of things. He's a serial outdoorsman with a passion for all things nature related, whether it's camping, lamping, hiking, biking, strolling, rolling, <laughs> fishing, dishing, skiing, peeing. <laughs> If it's outdoors, you're in, aren't you, bud? Absolutely. If it's outdoors, it's, you're, you're all over it. Yeah. And I think you, ha- you definitely have a lot of that in you. Well, that's why I think we... I think that's the basis of growing up in Utah. Like, yeah. I was going to ask you, is that kind of... You get that from your parents, yeah? Yeah. Just grow, I, growing I, up with that? My dad was the scoutmaster. Went to camp. Took the family on camping. My mom was always down. Like, I wouldn't say it's her passion, but she loved it. She was always down. She was always down to be out there with the kids in Beauty, the woods. Dude. Dad loves to fish. And I kind of just took on all my dad's favorite hobbies. So. There you go, bro. Well, shout out to Kent and Heather, bro. Big shout-out. Big shout-outs, dude. Big shout-outs. They're um, also runners. They're also runners, aren't well, they? Well, they have been in their life. They have been. They've, are they've they, done are, a couple marathons. Are years. they marathoners? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. Uh, he's a Utah native turned Michigander who's been calling the old mitten home now for, what, better part of two years? Yeah, probably about the same as Cam. Within the next week or two, it'll be two years that I've been here. Damn, bro. He's a dermatology resident on a seemingly perpetual and never-ending quest to capture that elusive and oh-so-respectable title. Dr. Hansen. You're going to go by Dr. Hansen or Dr. Bands? You're going to uh, definitely have to go by Dr. Probably Hansen. Dr. Bands. A couple Z's. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been a long time coming for you, though, bro. Similar to uh, Cam, it's long, this has been a long journey for you, bro. Yeah, it is, but I've always wanted to do it, and Cam said it best. It's just, it's a lot of work, but it ends up being super rewarding, and mm-hmm. a lot of hard work in there, but it's, it's fun in the long yeah. run, especially now. Like, now we're actually dealing with patients. We're not just studying all day. Yeah, you guys yeah. are a little bit out of the studying the book weeds, and you guys are actually dealing with patients. Right. You're learning right. on the job there a little bit. Much more hands-on stuff. Much yeah. more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And finally, and perhaps most importantly, he is one level-headed, brilliant, and oh-so-proud dog daddy to the one and only Ace, a.k.a. AC Boy, who's in studio right now. We booted him outside because you probably kinda... heard him a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you're a great dog. You're a great dog, Daddy. Well, you're a great dog, Uncle. But I, I do. I want to publicly commend you for his behavior. Thanks, He's bro. all over it right now, bro. He just listens. He's an easy dog. He He's the easiest dog you could ever have. He just He's listens, great. bro. I mean, you spent some time with him, and yeah, did, was... did he have Ace when you were in Missouri? Not Missouri, Arizona. Is that right? when you picked yeah, him up when you were in yeah. AZ? Picked him. Well, I picked him up in Utah. Okay. At a shelter in Utah. Okay. The day after we took step one. 
Right. That was my little reward to myself. Yeah, and yeah. then yeah. mobbed him down to the AZ, had him there for two years. And now, yeah, he's been in Detroit or Michigan area for whatever for two two years. And I feel like just in the 30 minutes that I've been here, he seems more mellow than it's been a couple of years since I've seen him. He's, dude, he's over a year. He's growing he's, up, bro. He's mellowed out. Well, Cam would watch him. Cam was kind of his oh, big uncle. Were you OG? Were you OG uncle? Arizona uncle. Yeah, he yeah, would watch dude. him like all the time because, yeah, we live in the same apartment complex. Yeah, he's a good pup, dude. He's a good pup. You lucked out, Mister Nathaniel Hanson, Nate, bro. Like I said at the beginning, it's a real freaking pleasure to have you here, bro. I've been stoked to come on here for years. I know, dude. Shout it up. You've been, you, you've been. You, it's a long time coming. Um, you said mind right, body right, which I love to hear. First question for you. Same for everyone. You ever been on a podcast before? I have listened to a podcast before, but personally, you've ne- but you've never, never been. been on one. How's it feel to be on the PRP, dude? It's a little weird. It's a little intimidating. It's a little nerve-wracking, huh? But now we're starting to loosen up. We're settling a little bit. The, the heat doesn't help with the nerves either. I think it makes it worse. Dude, I'm just, I'm on a run right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting some training in. It's oh, all, it's my good. goodness. It's um, cooling down, though. Second question. Cam mentioned it, and I want to dive into it a little further. You took your first trip up to the UP recently. Dude. I wanted to kind of hear the highlights, bro. You're a Uper yeah. now, bro. I consider myself an honorary Uper. <laughs> I love it up there. I love everything about it. Honestly, one of the highlights was a run. And we might get into this later, mm-hmm. but it was my favorite run. Yeah. So maybe we can just get into I, I know you like to ask about what was your best, worst run. You want to save it my, then? Let's save it. Okay. We'll save that part. But it was a little bit my co resident, Trevor, who's an awesome dude. Shout out, Trev. Mm-hmm. Trev, Daddy. Big shout out to Trev. Big shout out to Trev. I took him on a little UP expedition of all of my favorite stuff. Okay. So we met him in in Gaylord, Michigan. Yes, that's a real place. Mm-hmm. And we went Fun golfing. Fact, that's where my dad was born. Really? Papa Cam from Gaylord? Yeah. Hell, is and Gaylord's in the UP? Nope. It's mid Michigan. It's okay. like maybe an hour from Mackinac. So okay. Okay. Yep. Maybe a little more. Where are we around talking? That area. Here. Mid. Yep. Right there. Yeah. Right there. Right about there. Mm-hmm. Right about the. Right about the. Yeah. the middle. <laughs> middle knuckle, knuckle of the yeah. uh, middle finger. So we, we got him there, met him, and we did a dope golf outing at this place called Treetops. 418s. It's very nice course. Very nice. Um, and then I took him on his first fly fishing expedition, guided. Okay. And then we went up, did some camping, some running, and uh, ended up in Houghton at Cam's place. Oh, yeah. Dude. Cam's college. Back in the old stomping grounds, yeah, huh? Oh. And Cam shepherded us in real nice. Yeah, Living I heard, vicariously I heard Cam. I heard Cam was giving some recos on where to go. Getting three dollar fifty pints at these breweries. Atta His boy. old kind of, we were kind of super senior in at the college bar to just. I wanted to live your life through you and see what 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 made you you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you're doing a little. I think R- I found out. You're well. doing a little friend R and D. all makes sense now. He was giving me some pasties. <laughs> you never had a pasty. It's like some delicious. I don't even know how to explain. It's it. a like meat. A delicious it's like a meat pie. Yeah. It's like, like a handheld meat empanada. Oh, handheld. Uh, I like that. Analogy. Pot pie. Yeah. Handheld, like handheld pot pie doesn't necessarily have to be meat. No. It could be veggie, mm-hmm. different flavors. Yeah. Is there a standard pasty that is? There's like the, a standard. The Traditional has like I think it's I think beef is probably the meat, and it has to have rutabaga to okay. be an actual pasty. I think a lot of people think it has to be potatoes, but it's rutabaga. What's a rutabaga? Is that just another root a, vegetable? I That's think it. so. I think it's a cousin to a potato. Okay. I don't actually know for sure. <laughs> I'm just thinking, and I'm just gonna throw it out there: banana ketchup on a pasty. <laughs> Maybe like. I think we need to figure out if nana ketchup tastes like nanas or yeah. ketchup. Yeah, that's, that's step one. Either way, it might not be great. Step one. Because a lot of youpers eat ketchup on their pasties. I could see it. I could easily mm-hmm. see it. Is there, so, is there a preferred ketchup of, of the UP? Is it like Heinz, Hunt's, or is it just whatever there whatever is? I don't think they really care. They don't yeah. care. No. It doesn't strike me like they would. No. Uh, anyways, what did you do after Houghton? 
Houghton, we went up to Copper Harbor, and there's a sweet mountain biking situation up there. You mm-hmm. pay for a shuttle, 50 bucks for the whole day, and they drive you from the town right to the top of the hill. It's like a 1,000, maybe 1,300-foot elevation. You do like five, six laps. They have like expert-level, world-class, sweet Crazy drops, ramps and crazy shit, too. Crazy ramps, yeah. huge jumps, a little too much. A little too much for you. Yeah. But that's okay. And Trevor chiefed it real nice, dude. He did great. <laughs> And I had just broken my shoulder a year ago, so I did yeah, not dude. wasn't doing anything too crazy. It was yeah. my first time back on the bike. I'm but proud of you. I'm yeah. proud of you for not going too hard on the mountain bike. Thanks, bud. Yeah, yeah the shoulder reins every once in a while. Shoulder, yeah. <laughs> Let's keep the shoulders in in intact yeah. on that one. And then on the way back, we just went back through Marquette. Check that out. There's like some cliff jumping. We had to we had jump. to jump in Gitchigumi. You had to get Gitchigumi going. Gitchigumi. Holy shit! We got some Gitchigumis up here. Some superiors. <laughs> um, bands. Last question here. Because we haven't really even started the podcast, and I think we've been recording for about an hour. Um, and we already, this, this last question is we about Ace. one thing about running. It's about, <laughs> <laughs> last question is about Ace, so I'm just going to skip it because we just talked about Ace. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, here we go. We're moving on, and you know what we're doing? You know what it's time for? These are the rules of the podcast. Gotta follow the rules. Bands, you know the rules? I'm familiar. Do you know by heart, though? Can you, can you pull them out of your ass? Option one is that if it com- becomes a tie, the moderator has the, uh, how do you say it? You're close, dude. If, is that rule one? That's rule That's three. Rule three. It's okay, dude. It's okay. <laughs> rule rule one, one is you have to be open and vulnerable. Yes. Nice work. I know that one. Yep. Obviously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a given. It's right? a given. It's part of the PRP. Rule two. I forgot rule two. You have to be honest. Which I'm considering changing to you can't fib because Sarah from episode one kept saying fib. She's fibbing. And I just thought that I hadn't heard the word fib in so long. Yeah. So no fibbing. I think it's officially changed. Great. Rule two, no fibs. Rule three, if if him and I get into it, guest host serves as primary arbitrator. Got it. And that's usually not something that might happen. But actually in this (laughs) instance, you might have to squash beef. Are you ready for it? Ready. You here for it? I'll flip this table if I have to. Okay. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, let's get going with a few softballs. Nate, tell us what race you're training for and what date is this race occurring? So we're training for the Dexter to Ann Arbor half marathon. Yes. And it's occurring in two days from now. I do not know the date, but June 4th. Attaboy. Thanks for the four. Attaboy. Held up a little I four. I think it's on the third cam. Third or fourth. Fourth. <laughs> Moderator <laughs> wins. The fourth. We t- <laughs> tested it out. Nice. So today, today's what, Friday? So yeah, two mm-hmm. days. Two days, baby. Yeah. You're less than 40 days out, uh, 48 hours from the big dance. Hayes in the barn. It's actually, I mean, literally at 830. <laughs> at 8.30, it starts. So you guys are, we're 36 hours out. How does that make you feel? I'm ready. You kind of gave, me, you kinda gave me deer in the headlights look at 36 hours, though. <laughs> I was just thinking that it's a, it's a little bit interesting because it's really hot in Michigan right now. It's in yeah. the 90s. Yeah. Highs of 99 to 92. It came in on It starts hot. at 8.30 because there's a train that runs over the course at two points. Mm-hmm. So you can't start the half marathon until 8.30. Normally, we'd be uh, starting earlier. It was a train That's that the reason, huh? Cam was going to take. It's one of my he, fears. Before he got it's on the bus. <laughs> it's my fault. The bus crosses for 13.1 miles, baby. <laughs> um. Let's go Cam first, and then we'll go Nate on this yep. one. I'm going to be pinging them back and forth a little bit. Cam, what race of your career is this? Uh, this is number two. Um, you got you my, have a, my my first have a little Ragnar race, action yeah, going first on? first race was just recently, about a month ago. Um, was that fun? A Ragnar. Very fun. Uh, I would highly recommend. If you guys aren't familiar, Ragnar is, uh, they say it's 200-ish miles. 
and the standard team consists of 12 people and it's a relay race so each member usually runs three legs so you run anywhere the legs range from like four to ten miles depending on how far you want to push it yeah right um so it's it's it's, a freaking two-day endeavor essentially right and you like try to sleep in the van a little bit if you can but but that's not really maybe i slept an hour yeah that's not real sleep you do have the energy of the squad though Energy of the squad so like, carries you. Yeah. Yeah. You got the energy yeah. of the squad. So Saturday yeah. will be your first solo, solo event where it's yeah. all on you. Yeah, it's all me. Dude. It's like, like playing golf or something. <sighs> Man, pressure's on. It's freaking pressure's on, bro. <laughs> and Bands, what about you? I've, I've done a few smaller ones, like 5Ks, 10Ks, mm-hmm. like sprint triathlon. And you've got a like lot that. of Jah in, ba- in your bag, don't you? you got some bike, longer bike races, don't you? Yeah, I did the Loda Jaw bike race. Kay. So that's probably my biggest like aerobic. That's your biggest like endurance yeah, event. Yeah, that one was intense. And, and that's 100 miles. That one's 208 miles in one day. From somewhere to Jackson, Wyoming? Logan to Jackson. So that's the low, low to jaw. Ja. Okay, that's right. That's why. Praise Ja. <sighs> well, how long ago? Praise Ja, dude. So I did that in 2012. Oh, a long my time. God, bro. It's been, oh, it's been 11 years, years dude. Yeah. My math serves me correct. You're almost not allowed to. Cl- you can't even claim that one anymore. The decade mark yeah. hits, and you got to throw it out of your repertoire. Right. So that one. That <laughs> one's not residual left in the tank. Of that <laughs> there's no. There's no longer fitness lingering from loaded jobs. The sticker off my car. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can't wear the shirt that I still wear every day. <laughs> but it took me maybe 13 hours or so. Okay. But you know, it takes 11, 12 hours. It's, it's a long one. It's basically like an ultra marathon, bro. Yeah. All day event, all day endeavor, dude. All day endeavor, you have to get well, the nutrition. I'm excited diet. for you to be uh, a little bit more roped into the saddle on something that's not quite as long. Yeah. But again, like we said, no machines on Sunday, bro. It's just all end bands. I'm lonesome. It's all end bands. And I'm not fresh out of high school in the best shape of my <laughs> yeah. life. Either. So that coming from a different place to start. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Um, well, you talked about high school. I think it's a great little liaison into this next little piece. Let's talk about your activity background. I always like to kind of set the premise. Okay. So you did a little football. Growing up, I mean, what did you do pre? I mean, I know it was high school, but pre. Let's go back to, I don't know, let's take it back as far as you well, want. Well, I was bro. a tango guy. So I was soccer with oh, tango. you were a soccer guy. So huh. I played soccer up up until high school, and then okay. I quit. Okay. For Our high school was only three years, sophomore, junior, senior. So mm-hmm. I just played football for three years in high school. Okay. A um, little bit of biking into college and stuff, but nothing really super formal. Yet. Nothing formal, but I was mountain biking a ton with yeah. my dad. Okay. We'd do a ton of biking in St. George. We'd go, like, before school or before Mostly even after high school a little bit, but go before work and ride the trails up Little Cottonwood together in Corner Canyon, and then. But mostly I was skiing a bunch all winter. Yeah, you're a big skier, bro. Yeah, and you still are. That's kind of why I was called Grandpa in, in medical school because I took a couple years off and just skied like 100, 120 days a year. Really, it's like two nights a week and just skied all all week. So uh, that's pretty. I'm swag. on the late train, but but I do not regret it. Worth it. Love it. Worth every fucking minute of it, right? And here you are. Here you are now, about to run your first half marathon, bro. Um, okay, let's move on. Work a little and live a little too. Work life balance. All right, let's talk Derm. Let's talk Big Daddy Derm. Dude, I, I love the jingles, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love the jingles. One more for Work life balance. All right, so it's we, we kind of talked about this already, but I want to go deeper with your whole journey, bro. So let's, for the PRP listenership, people that don't know you. You did four years at University of Utah. Yep. Then did you go straight to, to a medical school or did you take a gap year? Those are my gap years. I took two gap years. You took two gap years and skied. 
And I took five years to graduate because I was doing classes. I was working, doing classes like two days a week, working a few days. So it took me a little longer to graduate. Okay. And then I took a couple gap years to kind of travel and mess around. I had a pretty sweet job. So I went to Costa Rica. No, where'd you go with Nicaragua. Jason? Nicaragua. Nicaragua. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Jason too, bro. Shout, Shout out, to, out Jason. to Jason. Deployed in Yemen as a Navy SEAL. Is he in Yemen right now? He's in Yemen right now. Holy shit, bro. I didn't even know that. Shout out Sketchy to Jason, Jay, to bro. the lay person. Sketchy J <laughs> to the lay. Uh, okay, and then then to medical school. Yep. And your guys' medical school was two years in Missouri and then two years in Arizona? Yeah, we were in a tiny little town. has about 10,000 people. Okay. So you kind of do your book work, study them there. And then they set you at base sites that have bigger hospital systems that you kind of, they were all over. Like they even had some in Utah, but I was ready for a new experience. So okay. we, we, Cam and I both kind of chose to go to Arizona. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we did our third and fourth year at Arizona. That's when you're more like not, you're studying a bunch, but it's you're in clinic all day okay. or your hospital rotation or whatever. And so, yeah, finished up Arizona and then matched. We talked about it a little bit, but matched out here. Yep. Kind of metro Detroit area. I live on 11 Mile. Out in Royal Oak, bro. Out on 11 Mile, yeah. dude. I just, it makes me so happy that you're out here, Only bro. Only a few miles from my dog, Eminem. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and so now let's talk about more like what you do on the daily. So you're in your third year of residency or fourth? Well, I'm just finishing up my second year. Okay. So one more month the second year. Okay. So mostly we're just in clinic all day, like, Hanging out with the dermatologists, seeing patients. We have our own scheduled patients. Whoever comes to the clinic, we kind of see them. And then you have you always have the backup of your attending who's with you to present the case to and make sure they kind of agree with you, what's going on in your plan. Okay. So you got to make sure you're aligned with your attending always with what you're doing, kind yeah. of? Okay. It's just different groups. You go through one. You go to one derm office, then some months you're in the hospital seeing all the hospitalized patients that need a derm consult. Sometimes you're doing surgery or whatever. So, so what's your schedule like? It varies like every month, but during each month, it's fixed. Okay. So derm offices are pretty chill because they're not open like on nights and weekends. Right. Like an emergency room. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna kick it over to Cam in a we'll second. Listen about Cam. his crazy shit. So like so you're more like pretty chill. You're more nine to five ish. More nine to five ish, but we have I would say we have a lot more just book studying because we get home and I've got a couple hours of studying every night. Okay. So that's a part of your life too is work and then coming home and still yeah. hitting the books. Yep. So but the schedule's pretty chill. Love seeing the patients, actually getting your hands to do it, you know, your hands on, doing it, seeing patients, mm-hmm. getting to actually like, when you're a medical student, you're not really, you're kind of just looking and observing and mm-hmm. trying to soak in information besides compared to when you're a resident, you're, you're there doing, you're doing it. it, doing it. The doctors may or may not be supervising you all that much, yeah. especially in the emergency room. That makes sense. <laughs> so are your schedule similar to him where you have a month fixed or are you just like um, all over the place? Dude? It's a, in month blocks similarly, okay. but um, as you can imagine, when I'm in an ER month, the schedule is not fixed at all. It's, the ER is open 24 seven. So you can, we typically on a, any given month in the ER work 18 shifts um, and it's broken up into basically mornings, afternoons and nights. So I work six and six and six in some combination combination of that. But uh, but yeah, it's nights, weekends, holidays, all the above. The emergency room doesn't just close down for Labor Day, does it? Doesn't close. Oh. No, no. <laughs> Memorial Day is not off. Nope. And probably, I mean, maybe this isn't exactly aligned, but like the more the normal working man is off. I feel like the more emergencies would probably exactly. occur, dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> Everyone's partying and being idiots and coming to the emergency idiots, room, it, right? It tends to lag by like a day. So that it's always the day after the holiday. Okay. Because nobody wants to spend their 4th of July in the right. ER. They wait. They're going to wrap, like, they wrap the wound up. They <laughs> wrap it up. They're like, no, it'll be good. It'll be, it'll be good. It'll be they wake up the next day, they're sober. It's they're like, good. no, we're going it's to the emergency good. room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Holy so the day after the holiday is always the worst one. Yeah. Yeah. Usually the holidays are depending, but on the holiday, 
you might get away with a little bit slower day, but just depends, huh? Totally depends. Luck of the draw. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that kind of leads us into talking more about how you guys have trained. So let's talk about, we'll go Nate first, then, then cam you fitting in your training fixed. I know you're not working with a coach when you, you're trying to run whenever you can. Are you looking at certain days of the week where you're trying to say like, Hey, I'm trying to do this. Or is it more like based on energy and based on your availability? No, I'm pretty, re- I did a pretty regimented schedule. Okay. So I did, I typed in like first half marathon or something on Google, mm-hmm. found one called couch to half marathon, which nice, is bro. about where I was. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was on, on couch mode and it pretty, seems like it's working for you. And so I just did couch to half marathon, edited it just a little bit. Okay. So then I did, I was running three days a week. Well, three days during the weekday and then just one long run on Sundays. So I was pretty regimented. When my schedule had changed with work, I would switch it to like Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, but same, basically same three days for three or four weeks. In a and row. are you doing morning runs or evening runs? It depends on the day. Sometimes we start at like 6.30 or 7, so we have to drive out. But I, I would switch it up. But usually I would say morning. Yeah, trying to get out in the morning. Way better in the morning. <sighs> yeah, better vibes. But when we were starting here in Michigan training, it was cold. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I started training in early March, and Michigan stays cold long. Yeah, yeah. it does. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dirty cold. It's like barely just started getting warm. It's dirty cold. It goes from winter to 90 real quick. Um, (laughs) uh, Let's talk about your stuff then, dude. Are you like, uh, are you more of, you strike me more as kind of like a opportunist. Yeah, definitely. Take your time where you can, bro. I look through your Strava and you're just like getting it when you can, bro. Oh, like have some long stretches where I just, and nothing. Yeah, (laughs) bud. Then all of a sudden. But then you'll throw some hammers in though, too. And, just, I mean, it, it's totally, it goes back to the work schedule. Um, it's like you you have to just get it when you can. You look ahead at your week and see that you have Tuesday off that week. So it's like, well, I guess that's when my long run's going to be. My long run's going to be, yeah. Okay. Um, so you just do it when you can. And I was already signed up for the Ragnar before when they told me about this one. So I knew I was going to be training for that anyways. Um, so, so you I know just, it's kind of in the pipeline. Yep. Nice, so I just bro. said, you know, strike while the iron's hot. Mm-hmm. Might as well keep it rolling. Keep it rolling, baby. Yep. Um that's the last question on the training piece I was going to ask you, Nate, is like the genesis of you got a big squad coming out. Mm-hmm. This, you got a bunch of homies doing this. Was this you? Were you the genesis of like the squads running Dexter to an Arbor Half Marathon or how did this all start? What's the story there? Yeah, I think I was the genesis of this. Yes, so bro. Yes, running bro. Running a, mar- a half marathon and mostly important, like a marathon has just been something I always knew I was going to do. I think it's because my, like, my parents both did it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, if they're doing it's just like something I've always had in me. I wanted to do. And when when I was applying to medical school, Adam and I were training for a marathon together. But it just became a little too buck when I was studying oh for the MCAP. When you, you lived st- in the avenues, you we were training at the same one. time. Dude. And you were treadmill training in your basement in that little avenues. Oh, house. That sounds terrible. And I kind of gave up on running and you kind of gave up on the MCAT and we split our separate ways. Dude. And now we're back. Dude, you, I completely we forgot about that, right, dude? So I remember you coming to me and be like, "We should trade for a marathon." I was like, "I always wanted to do that." So that must have been twenty like fifteen, twenty sixteen. Yep, it was before. It was the year before I moved to Michigan, so summer of twenty fifteen. Yeah. yeah. So damn, it's always bro. been something I wanted to do, but I always knew I'd do it. It was just the right time, and so finally, I guess I just let myself get out of shape. And this last year, I had surgery on my shoulder. So all summer, I couldn't do the stuff I wanted. So you feel more cooped up, like cabin fever? Cooped up, even? and it's the Michigan winter. So <sighs> super out of shape. And I'm like, you know what? I'm. It's time to do it. Let's go. Okay. So my method was to recruit like six or seven people. Okay. Tell everybody in my life that I'm going to do it. 
so I have no opportunity to bail. Yeah. <laughs> nice fucking work, yeah. bands. So like I hadn't even done a run. I'm like, yeah, I'm running a half marathon in, in May. That was what I just told everyone over like Christmas break. And then you got everyone hyped, dude. Got everyone hyped, got the crew rolled up with us. So we had, I think we have six, but one person, I haven't told you this yet, either of you. One, one person bailed. Uh-oh. Who is it? Let's not call him out, but we'll call him out. But his name's Zaid Sharif. <laughs> He's an ENT resident, and he bailed to help his girlfriend move. Oh, classic. He, he paid the fee and everything. Yeah, he paid the fee. Damn, but he's out. Huh? And he would have been our lead horse. He's was running like he's strong runner. Our group, he would have been the fastest probably. Can we yeah. still get his T-shirt? Yeah, you definitely can. Yeah, <laughs> we're collecting his bib and his T-shirt. Shout out to him for helping his girlfriend. Yeah, for sure. Love you, Zaid. For sure, we would have loved thankful. to have you. Another, we'll give him another chance at some point. Yeah. So that was my method. I just knew I wanted to do it, and I knew if I didn't go all in and just tell people, I'd just bail. So I was just like, yeah, I'll just do it. And then I found a plan and started in about March when I was trying to find the perfect time with my schedule to start, and when it wasn't just like negative ten degrees yeah. with the wind. Yes. So like completely miserable. Yeah. Like a little bit uncomfortable, but not completely miserable. Yeah. Yeah. Because having to run inside on the treadmill is no bueno. I'm not no. a treadmill guy. Mm-mm. I think I did my longest run on the inside was six miles, and it was the worst <sighs> of the whole time. Nate's right. I trained for my entire first marathon. Almost my entire training was on a treadmill. I ran God, 18 dude. miles on a treadmill before I even really had a relationship with running. Gosh. It's just weird, Same. dude. It's weird to think was about that. Was that just because it was cold, or what was the reason you No, I was like more comfortable being there in that space. I, I wasn't confident in myself as a runner. I didn't know where to go. I didn't know where yeah. to go to get 18 miles. Well, in. Where you lived, it was impossible to be anywhere near flat. I mean, yeah, you were I was in, I was in hill zone. Hill. I was in hill town. Big You're time. In town. Um, okay. We're moving on. Next part of the pod. Which one? Which one was your favorite? Which one? Which one was your favorite? Which one was your favorite? I knew you'd like that, bro. That was so beautiful. <laughs> Smooth. Side note, Saxy me baby. and bands are big saxophone aficionados as well. It's incorporated into the T-shirt. I don't have, a, I don't have a podcast that has a, a saxophone as its logo, but we're it's right up there under bananas for sure. It'd be like a secondary logo. Um, so let's go Cam. You first. All right. Favorite run. Ooh. In the past, let's go calendar year because you've been training for Ragnar. You got yeah. one that's, that, that kind of shouts at you? Um... The middle leg of my Ragnar was actually really cool because it okay. was at night, started at midnight. That the, was that the 1201 one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And mm-hmm. it was pouring rain. Yeah. And you, like, they're very, like, strict with the rules as they should be with, like, safety stuff. So you have to have this big reflective vest on. You have to have a headlamp. And you have to have a blinker on your back. So you're, like, running down pitch black down this just, like, county road um, just on the shoulder of the highway. And... You can just every once in a while see like another blinking light up ahead of you, so you can just see this like kind of weird string of lights, just running into the abyss towards yeah. a blinking light. You're getting yeah. the taste of the, the ultra, dude. Rain. He's getting the yeah. taste of the ultra life, dude. Yeah. Running through the freaking black of the night, yeah. baby. And uh, I think you like that, then, huh? It was fun. Did, it was give, fun. What, did you have a little bit of uh, like adrenaline out there? Yeah. 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 Okay. And like probably the as I was coming in my last mile, they had on their uh, marker sign, like the course markers. There was always one that said one mile left to the next checkpoint. Mm-hmm. That was like the best sign to always see. And I hit that sign and then I could hear some steps coming behind me like, oh, I'm about to get past. <sighs> gotta, gotta go. Yeah. Time to go. So I just like picked, picked it, it up, up a and little was bit. feeling good and the hit, hit the adrenaline. Was it like an eight mile length too I think, or I think something that like that? I like seven or eight. Yeah. Okay. yeah. How'd that feel? Pretty good? 
Better than I thought it was going to. Yeah. Because yeah. you had already had one one of yeah, your first leg was legs I had already done ten miles Ooh. earlier that day. Nice. Damn, Cam. So that one was you know seven or eight. So I was a little nervous about how the how the legs were gonna hold up. But it bounced um, back, huh? Bounced back, yeah. Good Just for like you, bro. I think it's like that you have that fear of like not not finishing and, and like the team mentality around it too is like you don't want to let the crew down exactly. bro you can't let the crew down you can't let the squad down so it's like you're doing you're like so focused on your form and like don't hurt yourself don't hurt yourself, don't hurt yourself. <laughs> <laughs> especially the pouring rain with a hula skirt on yeah, yeah. <laughs> pouring rain hula skirts dark reflective vest yeah. all the things yeah. looking looking amazing that's probably my favorite run in recent memory that's, yeah. i mean that's a good one to choose bro yeah. i think you chose okay. wisely there um bands what about you what do you got favorite run so yeah, my favorite cycle. was the Uber. Yeah, right on Gitchagumi. And you went. And what route was this? What trail were you on? Do you remember? Yeah, it's got a name. It's like it's called Mosquito River okay. to Chapel Rocks. I can look, I can look it up too. We'll look it up. So it's a little nine mile loop. So, but I'm kind of like you in the fact that what I love about running is being outside. I love trail running. Like that's what, if I was yeah. to keep going with this, like kind of how you've incorporated it into your life, a major mm-hmm. part of your life. Mm-hmm. For me, it's like the enjoyment of being outside, being in nature. Mm-hmm. That's what I really love about running. It's like a time to get away. So I never did any treadmill runs because I just it like defeated my purpose. Yeah, it didn't make sense for you. Yeah. Yeah. Which I would. It's like some against it, but right. I just wanted to be outside. But so this one was in Superior. We ran with Trevor, who's running the race with us. And it was just a little nine mile loop, and we were just going to go on a hike. We were just going to hike it. We're like, wait, let's just get a run. In. We okay. got to run this week anyway. Yeah. So there, it was sweet. The first three miles were through like the woods. It looked a lot like Utah, actually. Proper, except like, for it was proper like forest. Situation. Proper forest. Yeah. There okay. was a little some sweet waterfalls you'd stop, take pics at, but it got super muddy. Mm. So you would be like hoofing like hundred hundred feet off trail to just find a little way to get through. So it was just a little nice th- sneaky break. Th- thick yeah. mud. So you yeah. didn't get too tired because you're taking mud breaks. Yeah. <laughs> and so you get three miles in, then you get to the Gitchagumi. Mm. And then you got four miles right on the Great Lake. And it's just it's over the pictured rocks. And so pictured rocks is like doesn't even look like Michigan or the US. It's so pretty. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's, it's like just this huge there, it's like the ocean crashing and there's these big arches on the corners and mm-hmm. super cool. So you run four miles around there and then hoof it back up to camp and that was just super fun that was my favorite run i felt like I, out there i could have gone all day you could have yeah. kept going huh? get in that zone you just feel like you can go forever yeah mm-hmm. especially it's slower pace out there yeah it's slower pace on the trail you're taking breaks you're yeah. looking at how pretty it is but yeah. both of us were like oh we could go all day mm-hmm. except for trevor was having little poop issues and trevor had a little code brown issue trevor yeah. had code brown so we had to Take a little breaks and walk for a little bit, but hopefully he's got the kinks worked out for tomorrow. Yeah. That's his, that's his biggest fear when we're talking it's vulnerability. Pooping. If he was here with us, poop, the poop fear. Yeah, I mean it's a real fear. It's yeah. a lot of runners' real fear, dude. You'll get over it, though, Trev. You'll listen to this after you've raced, but you're gonna be okay, bud. You're gonna be just fine. All right, we're moving on. Ready? Another new jingle bands. You ready for it? You know what time it is. It's Strava time. Strava. Like, are you crazy? Like, did you really do that? Man. All right. That's excellent. It's a good one, isn't it? It's fucking... I want to keep playing it, I just want to keep playing it. All right, so this season on the PRP, instead of talking to people about what they like and don't like about Strava, we're going to explain that Strava activity. And I got a juicy one pulled up for you, Bans. Uh-oh. So I've got... You don't title your Strava runs. I'm a noob on the Strava. That's totally fine. So this run is entitled Morning Run, and it happened May 7th, 2023. I'll have you take a look at the 
thing. And I, we just need you to explain. Ooh. We just need you to explain this. This activity is really what we need you to do. I was hoping we'd get here. Yeah. <laughs> so this was. I'm this was a little nine miles. So yeah, you could. Yeah, you could. Yeah, find bands May seventh. <clears throat> okay, this is a beaut of a run. Mm-hmm. This is a Utah run. <laughs> yeah, it's a Utah. It's a tall, classy co. And it lined up. We both had some events in our life. I was there for my brother's wedding, and Adam happened to be back there. Mm-hmm. And. It lined up where this was the furthest run I had ever done in my life. It was nine, maybe three weeks ago. I was going to run one more run. I ran 111 after that. But this was like one of the first big runs that I'd be like looking forward to when I planned my, the race. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that nine's going to be tough because it's the first time I'm kind of going above. It was the like, first one on your radar. You're like, uh-oh. The first major one on the radar. Yes. Dude. And so I happened to be in Utah, which living in Michigan, you're at like in Detroit, you're at like, I think, I think 550 feet. And yeah, at our like houses that. were about 5,000. So I knew there was going to be elevation. My parents live like right by the canyon. So no matter which way I run from the house, I know I'm going downhill first and ending on up. So I was all nervous about it. But I had my good man, my good shepherd, my good podcast host, That's Adam, right, bro. in town. That's fucking right, baby. And he met me along the race and delivered me water and fruit snacks wow. and pictures. Yeah. And pictures, bro. And he met me at three locations. And it, so chances are I'm going to be out there shooting you at the half. So I might get some pics of you. But chances are the picture of the, the, the cover shot PRP listenership of Nate's episode that you're listening to right now. There's about 90 percent chance. That's a, that's a picture of Nate on this run. Just Utah. Utah, Utah baby. hard, bro. With the mountains. In the and background. that worked out. That run ended up working out better for you than you, I think you thought it was going to. Right. I, I didn't think it was going to go bad. I was just nervous. So yeah, yeah, that was that was my second favorite run though. Okay. One so, I had my boy, yeah, A Ray, that was another fun. man with many nicknames. That was fun, dude. No, A I don't Ray. think just A Ray, dude. Just Ray. I got pop. You got I got Papa, Papa Hughes, Hughes though. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. But that that was <laughs> awesome, and it just like that one put my right when I was doing that one, I knew like okay, I can do it. I'm ready. Like I'm ready. I'll mm-hmm. have a few more like tune ups, and mm-hmm. but I you know kind of eliminated my fears that I wouldn't finish. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Done. All right. We are moving on. We're getting vulnerable, boys. You ready? Onward. You boys ready to get vulnerable? It's roll one. Here we go. Let your guard down. It's time to get vulnerable. It's time to get vulnerable. I'll give that to you again, man, because it's just good. You know I need another (laughs) of those, boy. Makes me tingle a little bit. It's time to get vulnerable. This one is the one that is keeps getting stuck in my head. I can't stop doing that. I'll be in the house and I'll go, let your guard down. <laughs> Dude, that's like if you accidentally play the dream. Yeah. On your spot, it's stuck in your head for two oh. and a half weeks. Oh, if the dream comes in on fucking shuffle. <laughs> and you're going to re-go through all the dreams hits too. Yeah. It's going to make you deep dive all, dream all hits. All three of them. <laughs> Love your girl. White beater with the denim. Love is that the dream? Yeah. yeah. Love your girl. It was Keisha. It was <laughs> Tanya. <laughs> I love the dream, dude. Okay. All right. Um, okay, we're going both you guys. We're gonna go both you guys on each of these. Um we'll start with Cam and we'll put Nate in the hot seat second. Cam, what's your goal on Sunday? Um I don't really care too much. I think I'll be close to getting under the two hour mark. Okay. Um, I think that's right about where the pace I'm at anyways. So 
Um, I'll have my eye on that time, and if I f- am feeling good and I need to push it a little bit, I will. But if okay. I don't, if I don't get it, I don't really care that much. You don't, you don't care too much. Yeah. You're here to have fun, huh? Yeah, a little baby vacation for you. It'll it'll be a, a good feeling if I sneak on under, but I think you just might, bro. I think I will. I think you just might. Yeah, as long as the legs hold up. Yep. Be all right. Yep. Vance, what's your goal this weekend? You got my, one? My goal is just to finish. Okay. I just wanted the you goal. Wanna, first you wanna, one complete it. You want to run a half marathon? Yeah. Timing. I, I don't have a time goal. Okay. You're just out there. It just My whole goal has been to complete it. And then, you know, if I keep going, then I'll have time goals for the next ones after I have a little basis of how I did. Yeah. Okay. You want to kind of establish something and then maybe make moves from there. You know, obviously, like, I don't want to really be, be walking too much. If I have to, that's okay. But yeah, my goal is definitely just to finish on this first one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a time goal. I'm, I've been clocking in around. On the longer runs, probably around 10 to 10 and a half minute. Just chugging and plugging, baby. Okay. Chugging and plugging. Chugging baby. and plugging. Pitter-patter. Pitter-patter. Pitter My ultimate goal has always been to do the full Mary. Yeah. So I, I'll do a full Mary. I don't know if I'm parlaying it into this fall. Probably will. <sighs> You're talking dirty to me now, bro. You can't be saying that to me. <laughs> do I sound like the dream in your ear? You can't be saying that to me. <laughs> You can just casually drop that in my ear. I've been saving it for you. I didn't. Are you gonna parlay? You gonna parlay like into the Detroit Free Press full, or what are you gonna do? I'm thinking St. George. Oh, that's a beautiful one. I've recruited my whole family. Okay. Except for my oldest, next oldest brother. So he's my next youngest brother. Okay. He hasn't fully confirmed, but his wife has. Okay. My mom and dad have both said they'd do the half. So he's recruiting again. This is kind of his style. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna get the 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 band back together. If you recruit other people, you can't back out. Yeah. So I like to, that's how I do it. You can, this is, but this it's is, this bad is, look. <laughs> you can, but everyone's going to hate you. Yeah, you get shouted this out. Kind of the theme, the this is kind know. of the theme of your episode here, Bands. You kind of established it here. That's There's my motivation technique. Tactic. Recruit the shame. crew, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I operate by shame, I guess. Recruit the crew. <laughs> so yeah, and then my sister said she'd do it. Her boyfriend would do it, and then my next youngest brother and his wife. His wife's also fencing. She's fencing. She's like, oh, I think I'd do it, maybe. Okay. But I think she's. Sounds I like think you're fencing a little here. I'm yeah. fencing. He's fencing. Well, I'm definitely gonna do the half with him. Let's. Oh. let's okay. But do I go full? Who knows? You know what? I'm let's gonna announce it. it right here on the vulnerable PRP. I'm going full. Oh! <laughs> if I announce it to the PRP oh! listenership, I have to do it. You know, I'm. You know what I'm gonna do for you right now? Yeah. <laughs> Talk about being vulnerable. Goddamn, Vance! It's It's official, baby. It's official. Okay. All right. Well, if you don't do it, we'll cut that part out. Yeah. In post. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll ask this question to you first, and then we'll kick it to Cam. Has your goal changed since you started training this little cycle, or has your goal always with this been recruit the crew and run a half marathon? My goal was always just to do it. Okay. Just so, just get her done. So you're steady. Yeah. But in future ones, I'll have a time goal, but... Okay. I think more, I don't know if I want to be kind of like, here's what you always talk about. Mm-hmm. You always say you just love running and you can go for hours at a slow pace and just go. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I'm more interested in that or I'm more interested in keep running shorter distances like half marathons. And get but a like taste for some time. My time. Yeah. So I don't know which one I like more. Well, you get a little pilot, you get a little pilot with that this weekend, bro. Yeah. To kind of see how it goes, bro. But just the lives we live with how much studying and work we have. I don't think it's realistic I don't that know you're. If, if, if with that shit, with all the time bandwidth strains you have, dude, I think, you know me. I'm, a, I'm biased. I'm the PRP run for fun guy. But I think it's probably best that you do your thing. But I can see you getting a little taste for a little speed. 
wanting to kind of crank the dial a little bit. We'll crank her up. It's natural. It's a natural feeling. I hate having an excuse. Everyone has work and everyone's busy. But yeah. um, but also doctors are a little bit more busy. I'll give you guys a pass. I'll give you official hall pass. You guys are a little busier than others, perhaps. Um, Cam, a moment, yeah. has your goal changed since you started? Um, I don't. I don't think so, really. I didn't. When I first started training, I definitely didn't have a goal at all. And then it was more like I saw what times that I was averaging just on my training runs and saw like about where I thought I would finish anyways. And I was like, well, two hours is a nice even number. Okay. So we'll just stick with that. Keep it <laughs> even, baby. Hard. Even Steven, baby. <laughs> Shout out to Shia LaBeouf, dude. Even Steven. Um, okay. Let's start with, uh, let's kick it. Let's kind of keep it doubling and then we'll go. We'll let uh, Bands finish this one. Cam. What are you most worried about on Sunday? Anything you're worried about? Uh, a little worried about the heat. I really haven't. Monday, that last training run was a little on the warmer side, but not not quite this warm. Okay. Um, so I haven't really run the heat at all. So we'll see how that goes, but stay hydrated tomorrow and during the race. Um, I've had a little bit of a calf tightness. That left or right? Left. Okay. left the old left calf gives okay. me some issues, but... As long as I get warmed up and stretched, it should be it all should right. should be good. Yeah. Get a little loose. Yeah. Let's all get loose together on Loosen Sunday a handshake morning. in that weather anyways. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Vance, what are you most worried about, bud? I'm probably most worried that Trevor's going to poop his pants. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, bro. That is, uh, no joke, probably my biggest fear. Because I just spent a week with him, road tripping, and we've been talking about the race so much. And yeah. That's does my he biggest have, fear. Does he have like a, a go bag or... Something, Something like a, a plan. The beautiful thing is HRD. <laughs> he, if he needs to shit, he can shit. Well, Trevor's a beautiful, beautiful man, but he <laughs> was never he. This was his first camping foray this last right. weekend. So he's not used to and shitting so in he, unfamiliar he, places. Huh? When I on the run, when he was having poopy issues, not to throw him under the bus even more, Trevor. I do love you, <laughs> but I was like, dude, just go. You know, take care of some business in the woods, and we'll keep going. He was not as up for the as a, like, for a forest shit. He's never done it. I don't think yeah. so. He doesn't know the technique. Oh, he so, he, know. so he can't shit off the road if he needs to. And it's hurt. It's getting me deep, dude. I'm worried. <laughs> so you're worried for your buds. Can't. Trevor's great. Trevor, everyone, all the buds besides, even you now that I know you have this calf thing, have a little baby injury. A little niggle, we call Zade it. Zade had a foot. Trevor had a hit, his hip. I think he, has a, he thinks he has a torn labrum on his left hip. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, no. So he has that. That's like his real issue besides <laughs> the poopy thing was a joke. <laughs> Trevor, you're going to be just fine. Yeah. We'll, oh, probably, cut, we'll probably cut a little bit Please of this cut out. Some of that. <laughs> Please fucking, for the sake of God, cut some of that. <laughs> I'm always throwing them under the bus. Oh. I love them. Is there anything else you're worried about? Um, I would just say no, no major worries. Just okay. like not finishing's not really a worry just because I know I'll just, just, just keep doing it. Just keep yeah. grinding. Just I'll, hammer just it out. Finish, so. yeah. Even if it's this, hurting, you just got to keep going. My whole goal, this whole thing was just about like getting, building better, healthier habits for me. Getting back in shape, getting back outside, and just having like more of a steady, consistent exercise regimen. And it's done that. Mm. So like for me, it's already done its purpose. The race is just like, oh, now I'm yeah. here and I'm at a point where I can do the half marathon. So totally it'll agree. be fun. God, bro. So that's where I'm at with You're it, talking honestly. dirty to me right now, Bands. I know what you like. You're talking <laughs> dirty to me right now, bro. God, that makes me happy to hear. Um, okay. We're almost through the vulnerable stuff. We're going to do one more vulnerable thing, though. You guys, can you guys bear with me? Oh, one yeah. more vulnerable thing. Here we go. We got one. This is your last new jingle. This is the 
Big picture. Let's start with Cam. We'll we'll tee it up for you. Let's start with BC. You're, you're in the batter's box, and we, we call him BC Big Cam. Big Cam. Jack BC, came up with it. BCA. Big Cam BC, Allen. BC BC Big Cam. <laughs> Cam, what's next for you, bro? Big picture. We're talking after this half, and right, well, let's keep it. I know there's probably plenty in your life that um, might be next, but let's let's keep it in in potentially like an endurance and fitness sure. world. Yeah, yeah. You got I, a little Ragnar action now. You I got would, this. I would totally do. I, would, I will definitely do another Ragnar at some point in my life whenever the next opportunity presents itself. So you like the relay team it aspect fun, thing? Man. Yeah, I would. Like I said, I would highly recommend it to anyone that's in into this kind of thing at all. Um, but in the immediate future, I don't have anything that I'm signed up for yet. Um, you guys mentioned kind of looking at the speed aspect. I, th- I think I, that is attractive to me. I, I don't. Similar to Nate, I think at some point in my life, maybe I'll run a full marathon. But the training, at least for this one, it's getting to the point where it's like that's a big time commitment. It's a little bit. The week. It's a little bit taxing as it is. Right. Just the time time portion. It's like man, that takes you got to plan your whole day around a training run. Yeah. And your schedule is so hard to up do. and down. You just yeah. never know. It's hard to do, and especially over when you have to plan it over, a, you know, several months of training. Yeah. Um, and it's an, it's an activity that requires time, but it also kind of kicks your ass. Right. So it's not like you can just like, oh, I got to go study for an hour and a half and it's then I can not, go do something else. Right. It's, it's like, not just the run. It's the rest of the day when you're recovering from the run or preparing yeah, for the run. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I mean, this I guess, like you said, Nate, this is the time to do it since we're halfway there. You want to do it. Sign up in Maybe. St. George with me. We'll see. Give your official I'm announcement not, and come not, out with me. I'm not going to come out with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for now, I'm just going to try to kind of hold the course and maybe get a little faster. I like, you know, I like to see the progress in the numbers, at least in that in that way, and seeing that I'm getting faster because it's, it's fun to go fast. Yeah, I like that. Okay, so you're going to focus more on same distance and maybe kind of tune yourself up a little for bit. For now, at least, yeah. yeah okay. We'll see. I like that, though. Nice. It's, a good, it's a good way to continue to give yourself grace on your – on your career journey, but also have your foot in this camp with like, yeah, I, I know how to do this now. I've done it. And now let's look in a ways I can kind of optimize, you know, the next three months before I do another one and see if I can get right, better. Right. And I, and I, I think it, it feels better to me when I run a shorter runner, a shorter run faster. That feels better to me than, than, a, than a long run that is some like, Having little, like little tiny short strides, just going forever. We're just trying to, yeah. But when I like start to like stride it out in a fast run, that just I don't know, just feels better. Yeah, great. I love it. Uh, Bands, what about you? So we kind of know this. We, we let, let's memorialize. Apparently it here a earlier bit. on the pod, I think I said something like I was going to do a marathon <laughs> in the fall. So in Octo- in, is that September, now. October for St. Jesus? Uh, I think it's the first week of October. Okay. So you're gonna have to keep the fitness rolling like yeah. immediately. But I'm more interested, like we were talking earlier. Like for me, it's more about being outside. It's more about trying new things. It's more about like building up and like completing a goal and working towards it. Mm-hmm. So I could see myself doing like the next thing would be like not the sprint triathlon, but the next one up. Okay. It's like a 10k and a 20 mile and like maybe yeah. messing around with something like that. Some Ragnar runs. Like, yeah. I like yeah. trying different things. Maybe the next half marathon would be like a trail run where there's way more elevation. Trail half. So I think trail I would, half. I'd probably maybe even go trail half. Maybe in between that and the. I like right. these ideas. This is good. Yeah. I like switching good, it up. Like it's yeah. about being outside and yeah. around. So something like that maybe. If we yeah. could all figure out a way to assemble a Ragnar squad, I think it would be really fun. Dude, that would be man. so cool, bro. I'd be I'd be all over that. Can we, just, a, can we ask the host of the pod what your next thing is? Yeah. Oof. Because like in like this year or just in like, general? I mean, the last major thing you did was the the hundred barger. And I didn't complete it, so that's on the docket again this year. So you're going again, and I'm coming on the podcast because last time 
I've been I've been pressured by literally everyone to come on to the come PRP, on. so I will be coming on the PRP. You have to be vulnerable. Yeah. And honest. So at end of September, I'm taking my third swing at the Bear 100, and I'll come on the pod. Well, for this that. last year was so crazy for you. With last year was injury, a little crazy. Yeah, you didn't do running to prepare for a hundred mile race. Yeah, I was just cycling. He was only cycling. I'm doing yoga. He was, he was injury and yoga and sleeping. So I got a little bit of running in me. I'm still kind of dealing with a little bit of an. In, this injury has just kind of become. It's kind of this long-standing injury where I have to develop a, like a, a little bit of like a lasting relationship with it. It's not you know I've gotten the MRIs, I've gotten all the, the data back that says there's nothing there other than maybe a little bit of hip impingement happening. So I kind of just have to, it's made me re-examine and have to reestablish my relationship with running. I, I can't, I just can't run six days a week anymore like I used to love to do. I have to get fitness from other modalities. You've been yoging. But that, honestly, that's been, a, it's been a blessing. It's been a blessing to go through that kind of stuff and learn because now I'm a little less hype. I'm a little less in the weeds with it. And I feel like my relationship with running, even though I'm doing it less now, is healthier. For sure. You've always had a pretty healthy relationship. With I think that. I've always had a pretty healthy relationship with it, but I think I was getting in, I was getting pretty deep into the weeds and this injury, it's coming up on two years now in July. Uh, it's just, it's been an opportunity for me to reexamine it all and look at it all. And so it's more about quality now. You ever think, you ever think is, the bro. Lord saying, Hey, just chill out, man. Don't run a hundred miles. You ever thought about that or no? <laughs> I, I think that I'm done with the hundred mile swing after I do this. You have to do it though. I have to do it. Cause you've, I've been working on it for too long. I can't not do it. Um, but I think that I, it's, it's been it's a real so, blessing out there. Yeah. So, um, all right, let's start with Cam on this one and we'll kick it to Nate again. Um, Cam, last vulnerable question we're going to ask you. Advice to someone maybe just starting to run, running curious, or in a running rut and trying to figure it out. What would it be and why? Yeah, I think it, this comes. I think about this all the time. I think it's a, from a book that I read. Um, I'm pretty sure this is, comes from the book Relentless and was written by a guy who was like a kind of a life coach for Russell Wilson, was his kind of claim to fame. Okay. Um, and he talks about, I'm sure everybody's heard someone say this in some form, but people say, oh, I'm not a runner. I'm not a runner. It's like running hurts. I'm not a runner. It's like my body type, um, my legs are short or I hate cardio. I hate it. cardio. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'd rather lift or something or, you know, I'm just not a runner. And he's like, no, it's, you're not a runner cause you don't run. And that's the bottom line. If you ran, then you'd be a runner. And you're, okay. So you just have to do it. So just do it. Just do it. Even if it's around the block today and then tomorrow it's, you go around the block twice and then next week you go around it five times. You just have to do it. And you don't have to go fast. You don't have to go far. Just start and then build. And then once you get that first sense of, wow, I'm improving and 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 getting in shape a little bit, you'll it's just like addicting and you'll go from there. But um, to say that I'm not a runner, I never thought I was gonna be a runner ever. I played football. I was I lifted like crazy. Your defensive end. Yeah, I ran a few yards at a time mm -hmm. as fast as I could, and that was as far as I would ever run. And we would make fun of the people, you know, the cross country runners that did it for fun. And now here you are, bro. And now here I am. And here you are paying to run 13 miles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah Cam. So that was good advice, bro. Just do it. Yeah. You'll like it. Good for you. I bro. think everybody will like it if you just did it. Yeah. Yeah. Great advice, dude. That's a, you kind of, kind of, you're going to, you're in a bit of a shadow now to fall. You're kind of like, yeah. we put you on the batter's Next. box. But what do you got, Bans? Advice just for someone. Just what he said. Exactly. <laughs> <what he> said. <laughs> 
I feel like I don't feel qualified to give advice, but why not? Okay. You've just, been, you've just been working hard for the past three months. That qualifies you. That's true. Yeah. Okay. So two things, one of them, something that on one of the previous PRP episodes, okay. Steph Boykin yeah. and her um, boyfriend. Shout out. Yeah. Matt. Matt. I haven't, okay. met, haven't met him, but I was talking to Steph about this at your, your dad's um, celebration. Okay. And something he said, like when it sucks, it, this has always stuck with me. It's just time. It's just like you're, it's just time under under stress, and it's just it's not like you have to fight through that much harder. It's just more time. Yeah, like it's just I'm, time. There's a little bro. more time, then it's over. It's over. So that, like for some reason, every time I'm running, it really sucks. Like one of those just kind of shitty days. Mm-hmm. I always think about that episode for some reason. I was telling her, I was telling her, it was just like for some reason that one always stuck with me. That brings me so much joy, bro. Yeah, I think about that all the time. Whenever it's like getting towards the end of the run, and you have like maybe. T- for example, two miles left, and then you think like, all right, two miles—that's at most twenty minutes. Like, I just let it burn. Just let that. Minutes? Just let that burn. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Yeah. Twenty minutes is nothing. Hell yeah, dude. So you're heeding so, a little advice from so, the PRP. So that, and I would just say it's kind of similar to yours. Just get out and start doing it. Yep. Like, don't sit and think about it any longer. Just do it. Just start yep. running, and once you start running, you'll figure out where you're at and. Each run's a little easier than the next. It's mm-hmm. never, I mean, you have bad days and up and down, but each run's every week you look back, it was better than the last week. Yeah. Yeah. So just get going. Don't be, don't be like a wuss. Yeah. Like I was being. Don't hesitate. Just get yourself going. Con- yeah. Convert other people so you're too scared to back out. Yeah. I think it, <laughs> like, that's a great, I think, strategy is to sign up for something, commit to something commit. so you, like, you know, have something you're working towards is helpful for sure. Um, when I first, actually started running was more it was like around covid because all the gyms were closed there's nothing else to do as far as like exercise you couldn't go anywhere so i started running um one of my other high school friends was trying to uh, train for a 25k so i was a half was thinking about doing that so i was i was following some program for a little while but um that was helpful for me to follow the, a, a training program because it like kind of taught me how to train a little bit of guidance yeah yep. yeah because i otherwise i would just like run until it hurt and then i wouldn't want to do it anymore yeah right so yeah, like true. to have like a a shorter run that i knew that was like on the schedule that was easy you know it made me like want to do it again the next day instead of how i was like kind of programmed in my brain to just like run until it hurt and then stop you've told yeah. me that before in the past too and my dad that's how my dad always tells me like he's telling me how he trained the kids to ski Mm-hmm. He's like, you want to stop one lap before the tantrum occurs. Yes, because <laughs> yeah. you want to come back to it. Because you want you want them to come back to yeah. it. You don't want yeah. you don't want to be so flustered that you're like, fuck this, I'm so over it. Don't keep going until your leg yeah. tantrum occurs. Yeah. yeah, and you always tell me that too. Like, just go out and go slow and enjoy your time running. Yeah, yeah. try to enjoy You've it. You've always told me that. So yeah. just leave them wanting a little bit more, baby. Let's fucking go. Well, shit, you guys just got fucking stoic on me. Do we get V? Do we was, get V vulnerable? That was fucking Ooh. V is shit, bro. <laughs> VAF, dude, vaft. He just vaft me, dude. Whew. All right, the vulnerable stuff is over. Let's loosen it up here and uh, get a little loose before we fucking finish this thing off. You ready? What's the plan for the big race weekend? What's the plan? What's the plan? So, yeah, we're kind of here. We're in the race weekend. So Cam takes the bus from Chicago. You guys are here in Ann Arbor. After this, you're driving home to Royal Oak to sleep. Tomorrow, you're kind of laying low. And then you're coming back out to Ann Arbor to sleep at my house the potentially. We're sleeping just tomorrow. with the host of the pre-race podcast yeah. house. You're, you're, getting, get you're, getting, you're getting hosted. What better place <laughs> to be before the, the race? And the rest of the crew is sleeping in Royal Oak. Mm-hmm. And then 
the whole crew is coming to my probably ha- to your house, and then we're doing the and we're doing a car- we're barge. caravanning, right? Yeah, we're going to Bargetown yes, to Dexter. Yes. Okay. So let's talk nutrition tomorrow. What's the game plan? You have a you have a game plan. You have a bit. You have a social engagement to go to. Yeah, we have one of my friends' um, birthday parties that I happened to RSVP to like four months ago that I <laughs> promised her I'd go to in Detroit. That's an RSVP. He's a man of his word. And so yes. we're going to go check it out in Detroit and then come out here. What so time does that might start? We be up a little late. It starts May. I have actually don't remember. Like, Maybe are we like, talking like five or like eight? No, it's like a dinner and drinks and she okay. rented out a bar type of thing. So you guys have to eat before then. We'll be. We'll probably do our own nutritious meal. You guys need meal. to do your own nutritious yeah. meal. Because we can't be going charcuterie board and no. unlimited wine. You can't be going salami before. cheese. Yeah, probably not that. You'll be in Trevor's. You'll be in Trevor Town there. You'll be shitting your britches. You'll be shitting your britches, mate. Uh, so you, I think the best move is a little dinner for the boys beforehand, yeah. whether it's at the crib or you guys go out. Then you do a pop-in to the birthday, yeah. show your face, hang out for a little bit, and then you cruise to Ann Arbor. That's the move. That seems 100%. like the right move. Yep. What are you going to look for for food? You guys have specific things you look for before long runs that... You've established yet, or just kind of just trying to keep it somewhat clean? Not really, yeah, just trying to keep it somewhat clean. Um, Stay away from the fried foods. I'm just a, yeah. such a noob. I just try to eat healthy. I've never eaten a thing before run ever. I just wake up and run, and then I drink water after. Like I, that's you the just next, raw dog. The next stage. Yeah, I'm just raw dog in life. Yeah. <laughs> the next stage of my life. The only person who's given me advice, which is the best person to get advice from. The host of the PRP's yeah. girlfriend, Lindsay. <laughs> Lindsay, dude, she's hitting you with nutrition she advice. She hit me Sorry. with thirty to sixty grams of carbs per hour. Yeah. That's what you really truly do so need. The bro. next stage will probably be dial running. In. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then like, of course you need protein and like recovery after to rebuild all your stores and everything. Mm-hmm. But that's, so that's totally the, the next the stage. Pre-race meal you're saying is the 30 to 60. No, that's no, like that's, each that's hour. During, that's during activity. Intra race. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. More than you think, bro. Let's talk morning of. You got a, you're, you're raw dog in morning of. Are you eating anything? I'm going to eat nothing. I would rather have a little less energy than an upset stomach. You gonna go coffee? No, I'll probably just have some water. Will code nice brown? Will code brown convert for you pretty easily? No, I'm I'm good in that department. But meaning what? I just, meaning all my what? Other, other runnings, I've never. Whenever I run, I just wake up and run. You don't I shit before stretch. you run, or, or you say you're good that in that in the sense that you will shit. In the in sense that, that like, I if I have coffee or whatever, I'll I'll be fine in the gastrointestinal department. Will you shit before you run? Or yeah. you just won't need to shit? No, I'll shit. Oh, you'll shit. <laughs> We're morning. You're going to convert in the morning? Cam and I shared a bathroom for at least two years. Are you a single deucer or a double deucer? I didn't realize there were double deucers out there. There's bud. quad. Oh, there's, there's quad pre-race deucers? Yeah. Damn. Is that part nervousness? I think so. Nervous poops, people yeah. claim. Yeah. Mm. Damn, this pod's vulnerable as hell. I know. <laughs> Are you going to go single or double? I'm going to go single deucer. <laughs> What about you? Yeah, Ken, where are you at? I have no idea. Uh, are you pretty? Just, are you clockwork like in the morning? That's up to you. That's no. up to the Lord, baby. It's up to the Lord. PJ. Again, it, it all goes back to the to the schedule of you just poop when you have to, and that's when it happens. <laughs> that's an eight thirty launch. So even if you don't shit at the house, there's going to be some Porta Johns out there. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm, I'm wake I'm up not above morning, that either. Chug some water and stretch. The thing, maybe I would have like a, a mini bowl of oatmeal if I was going to do anything. You won't do a. Will you do a nanner? Oh, I always do a nanner. Dude. You'll do a nanner beforehand? I'm like, I'm like a nanner peanut butter guy. Before. Okay. And what's your ideal ripeness on your nanner? These are a little... These are maybe like tomorrow. These will be nice. These are a little green. Tomorrow or the next day. We're hoping that these will just be at the house for you. 
on Sunday. Well, you go peanut butter pre-race. Nothing seems chalkier in my mouth than peanut butter in the I th- morning. I love peanut butter. Well, maybe it's just want, my peanut butter addiction. You once told me that you banned peanut butter from your household. I, I did, and I recently fell off the, off the wagon. You came back? You came back to the peanut butter? I've gone through a couple of jars of peanut butter in rapid pace <laughs> recently. How will you? Jars. How will you eat your peanut butter banana? Will you kind of spread it on the banana, or you just dip it in, kind of like a savage? No, I don't dip. I don't dip it in there. Okay. I, I what do, do, you do either spoon or knife. I don't really care. And then scoop, put it on the nanner bite. Okay, nice. I like that. If you ever have a tea service at Adam's house with peanut butter involved, he'll cut it perfectly, lay them out like a bunch of dominoes that fell, and have one dollop on each banana wow. perfectly. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. And probably like do you have a, a preference of peanut butter? Uh, I'm a Peter Pan guy. Really? But that's hard to find out here, dude. Peter Pan peanut butter. I'm more <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is Peter Pan peanut butter? You don't, you don't want Peter Pan? It's got a little Tinkerbell on the label. That, uh, yeah, it does have a little Tinkerbell. you never seen Peter Pan? <laughs> no, dude. Yeah, I'm a Peter Pan guy, dude. Nate doesn't know about peanut butter. <laughs> you not peanut buttering? Are you different nut buttering? Or what are you doing? Uh, are you a Jif guy? I'm a Jif crunchy guy. Uh, you're a crunchy boy? Yeah, you strike me as a well, I worked, So I worked at the Western Nut in Salt Lake City, Utah, and we crushed our own peanut butter. Dude. And it was the type that had a thick layer of large juice on the top. <laughs> you know that thing? I think the, the oil? The, yeah. The referring to. Yeah, that's, the oil. That is the best kind. And so you have to that's, mix, mix you know, it forever by yourself. I don't want to hear any of this. Nate's not a peanut butter guy slam. <laughs> because I, I, would, I was the mixer guy. So will you, can, will you consider a nanner pre-race? I'll consider it. Okay. I, think you I wouldn't should, be against man. it. It's probably better. I think you should get a little coffee, a little nanner. That's it. That's it. I'm not going to make you. Uh, Especially nanner. since it's 830. Usually if I'm running in the morning, I'm getting up earlier. Yeah, we got to commute up there. We're going to probably be up around 7, 715. We'll get so a little, hungry by We'll get a little coffee, a little nanner. Get you in a good spot. Yeah. I think for the, like for hour, the crew. hour before nanner was perfect. 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 Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's move on. Last part of the pod. You guys ready? Ready. Let's do it. Yeah, I was born ready. Look good. What you wearing? Run good. So tell me about the drip, babe. Cam, what you dripping on? What you wearing out there on Sunday, bro? I got a, a pair of uh, kind of off-white shorts. Yeah. Oh, um, that's dangerous. An off-white short. <laughs> well, they have they got built-in uh, compression. So yeah, but what if you shit your what if you shit yourself? <laughs> not, a, not a shitter. I haven't shit in them yet. I like that though. You got the, the reason so you got I like the them is because they have they ha- it's got a, a rear pocket like on. On the tailbone, basically, area. You put your phone in that? Put phone in it. It's great oh, for great. the phone. Perfect. What's on um, the feet? The feet, I'm wearing some on clouds. Okay. What color? And they are bluish. Like like baby blue or like navy? I'd say like royal. Ooh. Navy-ish royal. I'm going to be able to see you from a mile away. Yeah. You going to wear the hula skirt? No. No. Didn't bring the hula. He retired that. What's, what kind of sock? You a half cap guy or a no show? Just ankle. Okay. Yeah. Keep it low? Yep. White or black? White. Mm. Nice. What about up top? Top, I got a dark gray Nike tank. Tank, huh? Yeah. You let the arms breathe a little bit? Yeah, got to. Got you Cam's to. got guns for the listenership. Oh, yeah. Well, Cam, how tall are you? Six two? Three. Cam's a damn handsome oh, devil. Boy. You can tell by his voice. Yeah, he is. <laughs> He's a handsome devil. Thanks, man. We'll get some pictures of Cam, dude. We'll get some pictures of you. You'll be on the pod. Right. People will see you. you go also, uh, go for I've, it. I have uh, discovered that the nipples are a problem. Okay. I got nip guards if you need. I, got, I brought some tape. Okay. Tape doesn't really stick I got very the well, goods. Do you, you have nip guards? You, you turned me on to those ones on Amazon. Did you order them? Yeah, the hexagons. Yeah, the green right. hexagons. You need to get some nip guards. Because those won't fall off, bro. Tape might you know, get a little sweaty, humid, yeah. might lose. All right. Nip guard up. All right. 
Um, I have some calluses built up, so it's <laughs> like literally, I do. There's no nursing for for Cam in his future. <laughs> He's callous that part of his body. Uh, what do you do on the head? Are you sunglasses or hat guy? Or I, just, yeah, nothing? I have a hat that I usually run in. I also I don't know if I'll switch it up, but I have like a, a buff headband thing. Okay, cool. Might do that. Okay, but I'd probably go hat. Sunglasses, sunglasses at all? Yeah. yeah. Okay. What kind of sunglasses? Just some cheap. They're bro- mostly broken. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Nothing. Nothing fancy. Yeah. Just keep the sun out of your eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bance, what about you, bro? Probably gonna wear some shoes. <laughs> I was thinking shoes, shorts. Right? Shorts. I've been running ninety five percent of my runs in full leggings because it's been cold. You've been going legging. Yeah, you're kind of converting to a different season right at race time here, right which is interesting. Yeah. 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 What kind of shoes are you? in? you a Nike I'm trainer? Six. Oh, you're an A six. That's right. Box. Well, yeah. Nice. Wide toe yeah. box A six. That a boy. They're, they've been good. The first half of my runs, dude. I didn't even realize my. my my foot was my right foot was falling asleep on every run over four miles. Uh-oh. So when I was running from four to seven, it was. I can't believe we didn't get into this. <laughs> it's like it I was completely about this. falling asleep for like two, three miles, and then I was having knee pain. Early were, you, on. were you tying I your shoes I was too r- tight? It must be the issue, but I'm tying them loose. Okay. How tight do you go? I go pretty loose. You're I mean, pretty I'm loose. Loosey, as long as they're on. Like they're not even. This it's not even. The shoes that I'm wearing all. right now are the second of the same model that i've had and it's a half size bigger and they feel way better Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm just doing them as loose as possible it's felt great Mm -hmm. last month month and a half okay but i thought that was funny i just kind of battled totally forgot about about that dude that's that's sign of your growth bro don't even think about that right now what kind of sock are you in white (laughs) what length I go. I you're a half calf guy. Ever since I was <laughs> in like seventh grade with the Polynesians, half calf. They half calf with slides. With they did that. I was like all day. So yeah, I'm, I'm white sock, blue ASIC, some sort of shorts, and how short are your shorts? Seven inches. Okay, you go seven incher. Yeah. Okay, you'll show what a little you, leg, you but a it depends. I go back and forth. I have fives and sevens, and is I C-Babs wear those for a different three inch guy. Yeah. Bab, Babs is a three incher. Cause he's fast. Yeah. If you're fast, you can go high. Yeah, I go five inch when I'm like chilling and don't need pockets. But then when I'm like Cam and I've got something longer, my longer shorts with more utility, I I like a, a little bit longer length, and that doesn't make really any sense. It could be that I could have a five inch <laughs> with utility too, but that's just kind of the rule that I've set for myself. We follow the rules. What are you? You're shopping for a shirt, right? You might come down to ARC, Ann Arbor Running Co. Yeah, and rep. Yeah, I'm gonna come down to Ann Arbor and rep one of theirs because okay. I've just been running in cotton and I've been having the nipple issues too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I sweat mm-hmm. a ton, so me too. Uh, yeah. You're a sweating machine. I'm a sweating machine. Dude, okay. Good thing it's not a live podcast. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll just rock some sort of whatever spandex, polyester shirt, whatever those are, the stretchy ones. What about up top? You got sunglasses or a hat? No, or I you, like nothing. You like nothing. I just hot. like to let it breathe. None of the none of the accoutrement. No accoutrement. Just let it roll. Yep. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck I should yeah. start wearing the hat because, you know, sun protection. I think right. sun protection. Yeah. I do. I am a sunscreen guy, obviously. I kind of want it. gets in my eyes every time, but I still do it. Just don't apply it above the eye. Go here and Listen, below. Let me tell you what. You got to protect your forehead, too. You can get skin cancer on your forehead. That's what the hat is for, though, I think. And the derm's coming in. So I I think i got to start rocking hat because... The inner derm is coming in. Or just a big big buff headband. Yeah, that'll be good. (laughs) Um, big skin guy. All right, boys. Well, we're we're kind of pulling a pulling the train into the uh, final station here. Uh, Cam, this is the part of the pod where I usually like to put my guest host on the spot and offer maybe some words of wisdom, or some words of encouragement, or some words of caution, or just some love. 
to the guest. So I wanted to give you a second here, no rush to maybe give Nate a little bit of little little bit of a uh, little two cents about uh, this uh, endeavor he's looking to kind of conquer this weekend. What do you got? Uh, I would say just you know I'm I'm excited that we have a such a good group, and I'll I'll just shout out some love that Nate was able to assemble a group to all agree to this this endeavor and. Do we have, a, we have are there several first timers? I think it's almost I think every everyone, single bro. person's a first timer except for Alexis. Shout out Alexis, she's a runner. Wow, bro. Wow. She's she's probably she's gonna rock all of us. That's tremendous, Nate. Yeah, you yeah. put so, together a crew that is all first timers, bro. That amazing, is impressive. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Four Take- first timers. One of them, unfortunately, he's not gonna be named. His name's Zaid Sharif. <laughs> um, it would have been his first time too, but well, next he'll time he'll be on the next one. The first time, next time, yeah. it'll mm. be our second time. Mm. Then, but. Yeah, shout out to Nate for assembling the squad of first timers, especially um, a squad of uh, I don't know any of them except for Trevor. Shout out to Trevor. Um, to all agree to do this and and bite the bullet and have a good, have a time. Yeah, have some fun together, Buddy. bro. Nate, I'll kick it over to you. I'll put you on the hot seat here, which I don't rarely do because your guest host is also running. You got any words of wisdom or words of encouragement for Cam you're going into Sunday? It, Keep doing what you're doing. You've been hitting those runs. Your training runs, they've been impressing me from a long distance. Thanks, man. Um, oh, I have some good words. Okay, let's hear it. I would say don't start off too fast because mm-hmm. I can see you getting a little energized and mm-hmm. barging and then by the end feeling a little tired. Yep. That's certainly... Maybe pull yourself back the first like three or four. Yeah. And then in the middle, if you're still feeling saucy, then maybe in the middle is when you can start pushing start it. Start gassing it up. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then save it for the end, but maybe That's not great. those first like first third or something right. because you've been saying you've been kind of going hard at the, at the start yeah i i get a little too goosed up right in right in the start and feeling too good start jazzing yeah mm-hmm. um we all start at the same time yeah yep yeah. 830 cool. so we can just have a, a nice little pack to start you can have a crew to start and then things can start dispersing and if i'm feeling good i can mm-hmm. yeah. well here's yeah. what i'll tell you gents i uh i don't have much words of wisdom to offer you because you know you guys seem to be pretty dialed in and i feel pretty confident that you guys have the ability to achieve what you're looking to achieve this weekend. But this course, this race is just a fucking Southeast Michigan classic. And you guys have, you've made a great choice to be here and I'll double down on what Cam said. Kudos to you, Vance, for putting together a crew to come do this for the first time. Cause that's what running's about, bro. I, I beat this dead horse all day long on the PRP and I'll continue to do it. PRP listenership. So buckle up, but it's all about you guys just coming together and hanging out. Cam came up from Chicago to do this. We get to hang out. We get to talk. We get to do this. You get to introduce him to your buds. We're doing a grill and chill at my place afterwards. Grill and chill. Banana pancakes. <laughs> you know I'm making banana pancakes you, for you guys afterwards, bro. Do you think Amazon might be able to ship some banana ketchup in time? <sighs> I do. I think we could maybe do some banana ketchup. We need to do some, some research. <laughs> that would be a whole new kind of, that would bring a whole new meaning banana to this ketchup launch of this perfect pod. for breakfast. <laughs> hash browns and eggs. Little or, egg, hash brown. That's, I think you're still assuming that it's ketchup flavored. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's making assumptions. banana flavored, it's going on the cakes. <laughs> He's making assumptions. Either way, we're covered, baby. <laughs> but I'll just, I'll double down and just say, I'm, I'm just pumped on, I'm pumped on this, Bance. I'm pumped on your, your kind of, I've never had, there's never been anyone on the PRP who's done this like, I'm doing this for the first time, and I'm also recruiting seven other people to do this for the first time to hold me accountable, and I think that's a pretty cool thing, bro. So I think you guys are all just going to have a jam. It's going to be a big, big group jamboree 
and everyone's going to have a good ass time, bro. And around 1, 2 p.m. on Sunday, everyone's kind of going to be reflecting on the whole race and the grill and chill and hanging out and be like, damn, this was fucking, this was a hoot, bro. And now it's all because of you, bro. So hats off to you, bro. Well, thanks, bud. And thanks for being the hostess with the mostest. Oh, I love you. know me. Always encouraging me to be running, dude. And oh, I love you know, being the hostess with the mostest. You're my running example, dude. Am I, I'm, am I your shepherd? You're, he is the shepherd. shepherd. Yes. <laughs> I mean, first off, the Lord's my shepherd. But secondly, <laughs> you're my shepherd. Yeah, I'll take a second to the Lord. But you've, you've always given me, because I've always known I was going to be running eventually, and you've always been telling me just to have a healthy relationship with it. Mm-hmm. Don't be pushing yourself. I mean, you have to push yourself in a healthy way, but don't make sure you're doing it in a way that's sustainable and makes you happy and you're doing it for a reason for for the right reason to like build a healthy habit yeah and don't but get lost in the sauce that. i always think about that when i'm running so i love it thanks bud. papa Houston. Oh, dude you're so keep welcome. up the nanners and keep up the tea yeah keep up the pot. <laughs> always dude always cam thank you so much for being here bro thanks i appreciate you coming up early fantastic time thanks yes. for having me bands thanks for being here bro love you buddy good luck this weekend thank you you guys take It'll care over now sorry trevor Season 3, Episode 3 of the PRP was recorded in Ann Arbor, Michigan, downtown at Ann Arbor Running Company on Ashley Street, baby. PRP intro, outro, and all of our slapping jingle jams by the guy, the chosen one, Mr. Jacob Sigmund. All right, PRP listenership, there you have it. Thank you for bearing with us through some of the bro weeds that we got into. We sure did have a lot of fun recording this one and although there was some bullshit going on here there and everywhere i hope that you were able to find some inspirational tidbits in there bands you know i love you to the moon and back buddy and i'm super proud of you not necessarily for running a half marathon but for your recommitment to your physical health and your creative approach to doing so you're a bit of a visionary partner you locked in the squad and inspired others to challenge themselves along with challenging yourself pretty freaking awesome dude you should start a running podcast and make the logo a banana i don't know just tossing that out there as an idea quick race reports for you gang before we wrap this up happy to report that all first time half marathoners and nate squad finished in their debut outings cam the man came across just barely over two hours as did our guy yanni well done gentlemen trevor wasn't far behind them and is proud to report that he had zero that's right zero zip zilch issues in the code brown department at a guy last but certainly not least our guy nate came in just after trevor and finished the big old-fashioned smile on his face there it is baby also happy to report that he did end up agreeing to eat a banana before the race and he loved every bite of it oh yeah and our girl alexis she beat all the boys by like over a half an hour she came she saw she conquered the crew grilled and chilled hard post-race, unfortunately, without banana ketchup on deck. But we did do some research and confirm that it is available on Amazon. So go check that out if you're interested. But I think one of the coolest things about this whole ordeal is that each member of this group of new runners has continued to run post-race. The inspiration is coursing through their veins. Well done, bands. Mission complete. All right, I'm out. Next episode of the PRP, hopefully coming at you quick and features a pretty sweet dynamic duo. Who is it? What popular local marathon relay race will we be chatting about? You'll have to tune in to find out. Peace, love, praise Jah, all the things. Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the rest of your run. Enjoy the rest of whatever it is you're doing right now. And we'll see you back here very soon.
So for a half, you guys can maybe get away with not doing that. Are we doing tea service? Is that the tea <laughs> service, bro? Dude, let's do it, bro. We're doing it. We're doing it in. What do you? I love how you call it an intrapod tea service. <laughs> there's a tea. There's a big tea tradition around these parts, oh. and we're gonna go. Is it stuck to the table? I think we melted onto the place, bud. <laughs> tea is too hot. Let me get a picture of this. I pulled pretty hard. <laughs> This, this is going to spill everywhere. Just let, just, well, just let the let the pad come up. Yeah, the pads. The pad. The pad. <laughs> She's locked in, bud. <laughs> See if you can get her. It's so full of piping hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm just gonna pull. Careful. Oh, dude, we can't do it. Do you have like a spatula? What? Or a knife? Don't, if, is this shatters the glass? We're in deep shit. What man. about like a knife? We got. We have to break the seal. <laughs> <laughs> we melted onto the wa the banana wax paper. Dude. <laughs> Holy fucking he shit, was such a dude! Idea, <laughs> All right, nice. Get ready, Yank, while I'm crying. No. <laughs> we gotta figure that out afterwards, man. This is on there, bro. <laughs> Alright, the tea service is not All right. <laughs> Has you have you dude? Never <laughs> Never have I ever had a fucking teapot stick to a glass table in a way that is just un unlatchable, dude. Holy shit. Wow. We think you've seen it all. <laughs> <laughs> Learn today. Welcome to the PRP. It's on. I can't believe how on it is, bro. I honestly kind of. <laughs> I mean, that's your nice tea pot, but what if there's just like what if it? I'm, what if I'm just like, dude? I'm like, it's like it's like Arthur's fucking. What is it, King Arthur's sword? People <laughs> are like, why is there a teapot here? He's like, it, it's stuck. The, <laughs> the next host of the PRP after you retire will be able to lift the pot from the table. <laughs> Okay. All right, let's finish this thing up, dude. Holy shit. Run, run, run. You better run, run, run.